4: The final edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire that is.
5: A germ expert from Aston University has approved the five-second rule for food you drop on the floor. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? They say germ expert, but they don't say the guy was a scientist. He's just like... A dirty guy.
6: The study was actually conducted at mom university, so just eat your carrot sticks, Tyler.
5: I spilled punch on the floor. Can I still drink it?
6: I knocked a guy out, and to be perfectly honest, he's only been on the floor for about... Five minutes. can always start to eat him. I'm going to allow my son to eat food off the floor now, but I'm still not going to vaccinate him. If you put a
5: fried egg on a prostitute, you can leave it for up to 30 seconds.
7: That's called the Tuscaloosa Surprise. So
8: you're saying that I can eat a dozen or two dozen deep-fried bacon-covered donuts, and if they fall on the floor and I pick them up in five seconds, they're okay to eat. If you're falling down a bottomless pit, you can eat it at any time. Now, what if you drop food on Neptune their
9: time's a little different. I went to germ university and I majored in typhus. Okay,
6: so I'm actually on like this really great diet that is the five second rule diet. It's like you can eat whatever you want as long as it's like on the floor for five seconds or less.
0: That's so fun. I'm actually on a five second diet as well and you can eat as much as you want as long as you throw it all up within five seconds.
8: Oh my god, I'm on a five-second diet too. I eat for five seconds, and for those five seconds, I don't feel guilty. And then after that, I feel so guilty for the rest of the day. Oh
7: my god, oh my god I'm on a five-second diet too. I only eat clocks.
4: <music> the chatter have Speculated people about the reason for the orange thing's predilection for generals. Most of the speculation is about its motives given the orange thing's dismal military record. It got no less than five draft deferments during Vietnam. But what do the generals themselves think about its bromance with them? Meet General John Kelly, Secretary of Homeland Security. General H.R. McMaster, National Security Advisor, and General Jim Mad Dog Mattis, Secretary of Defense. General Kelly, what do you think recommended you as Homeland Secretary? Well, the president's a winner. He likes winners, not losers. Losers don't win.
9: Losers fucking lose. All of us fellas sitting here don't hold with losing. We're winners. Yeah, that's right. We are. Absolutely.
4: Fair enough. Let's look at the record. All three of you served in Iraq. General Kelly, you commanded a task force that helped take Baghdad. Damn fucking straight. General McMaster, you made your name successfully securing the city of Tal Afar against embedded insurgents by using highly innovative strategies. You're fucking right I did. General Mattis, you participated in two critical battles for Fallujah spearheaded by your marines, which people believed were going to be the decisive battles of the war. Go big or go home. And yet, not long after, General Mattis, Al Anbar Province, where Fallujah is situated, was completely under insurgent control. Neither that so-called victory, or your exploits at Tal Afar, General McMaster, or yours, General Kelly in Baghdad had the slightest effect on the ultimate outcome of the war, the withdrawal of all U.S. combat troops from Iraq in 2011. As a footnote, General Mattis, Fallujah was reoccupied by insurgents in 27, and again in 2013. Except, by then, they were called ISIS. Down, Jim, down! (laughs) What are you saying, worm? You lost. The Iraqis hated you. Thanks to you, most of the country was controlled by the enemy. The government, such as it was, told you to fuck off. Face it. You lost. You didn't win. Winners win. They don't lose. (laughs) Same in Afghanistan. You lost there, too. No way the Taliban's going anywhere, but you are. How is that winning? You realize we're a military junta, right? We can have you disappeared. Same in Vietnam. Right, General McMaster? You wrote a paper tearing LBJ and McNamara a new one. Not to mention the high command and its conduct of the war. With a smarter strategy, we could have won. That's what Hitler and Hirohito said. But you didn't win. You lost.
9: You know know what, guys? He's got a point. Fuck you,
4: HR. You're always trying to undermine the chain of command. Same in Korea. (laughs) At best a draw. Except now the enemy has nukes. Can't hear you. Fingers
10: in
11: my ears.
4: Oh, we forgot the Bay of Kings. There went Cuba. Case in point. With the exception of Reagan's glorious victory in Grenada. With 33,000 heavily armed US troops defeated. 600 Cubans with shovels. The U.S. military hasn't won a war since
11: 1945.
4: Stand tall, fellas. All together now. That's, That's
11: why I work, work for Donald, Donald Trump
7: to make, make America, America great, great again.
11: again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
12: Dear diary, today quit social media again. Donnie blocked me from posting on his account. He's so mad, I rebuked video attacks. I pined for days of Howard Stern when I could show face in public. Now face mostly fall off during day, small pieces at a time. Thank God for Botox.
2: Lucky today to have on the show one of the most powerful men in the world. Please welcome Sundar Pichai, CEO of Google.
4: Thank you, thank you. I'm very pleased to be here, though I'm not sure why. While studying at Wharton, which is, as you know, the alma mater of President Trump, I did once attempt to do stand-up at an off-campus open mic night. My goodness, I bombed. I got no bloody laughs whatsoever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Mister Peshay, we're not expecting you to be funny.
4: Jolly good, that's a load off. What does interest your listeners? AI, self-driving cars, Google Glass, interplanetary travel, Google's top-secret morally self-correcting cruise missiles.
2: Actually, what we're interested in is why Google is one of the chief donors to the Federalist Society.
4: What is the Federalist Society?
2: Come on, Mr. Peshai. You know perfectly well what the Federalist Society is. An arch-conservative activist organization which lobbies to get arch-conservative originalist judges appointed to the judiciary. Including Neil Gorsuch for the Supreme Court.
4: Oh, the Federalist Society. I thought you said the Federal Express Society.
2: No, you didn't.
4: The Fatalist Society? No. The Fallopia List Society? No. The Final Edition List Society? No! Why
2: would an innovative, forward thinking, progressive information based corporation like Google align itself with people who believe that legal disputes should be settled according to the prejudices of the late 18th century?
4: You know, I never think of Google as a corporation, but rather as a global community of marvelously diverse and creative users. Okay,
2: great. When will you be redistributing a percentage of Google's profits to every single Gmail, Android, and YouTube user on the planet?
4: You know, that is a marvelous idea. So generous. No, we won't be doing that.
2: Bottom line... Why do you support the Federalist Society, which is anti-abortion, anti-civil rights, anti-union, pro-Trump, and anti-immigrant? You yourself spoke at a no-ban, no-wall rally against Trump's immigrant ban at Google in January. Ooh, you suck! Especially if it puts you in bed with the Koch brothers and the Mercer family who funded Breitbart News. Whatever happened to Don't Be Evil?
4: Come, come, little lady. Supporting a group that supports the Constitution isn't evil.
2: It is if what you're really doing is supporting Neil Gorsuch for the Supreme Court, who has a long record of pro-corporate, anti-regulatory decisions that would be great for your bottom line. Here at the final edition, we're thinking it's about time someone organized a nationwide boycott of Google.
4: Well, here at Google, we know that you have a long record of watching lesbian porn, featuring teens who are almost certainly underage. Hmm? I believe you're particularly fascinated by squirting teens.
5: Storm Maria, you're totally big enough to be mentioned in the weather report, but I'm afraid you were passed over in favor of some light storm clouds.
6: Ugh, damn it. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
5: Tropical Storm Maria, you're acting like a real...
6: A real what? Say it. Just say it. Am I acting like a real hurricane?
8: No, no, no. We were not going to use that word. No.
6: Because I'm strong weather, so now I'm a hurricane. You know, I hate that. Any time a storm system tries to have winds above 74 miles per hour, she's automatically classified as a hurricane.
5: We weren't trying to insinuate that at all.
6: Whatever. It is so like a stratus cloud. You guys have it so easy. But if I produce heavy rain, all of a sudden Florida declares a state of emergency. It is a double standard.
8: Wow, Maria, why can't you just calm down for a second? Uh,
6: no, no, no. You know what? I'm fine.
8: Oh, thank God. Oh, she's, she's fine. Good, good, because uh, you were acting a little out of control for a second.
6: Out of control? I'll show you out of control. Oh no, that was just the eye of the storm. It's a white cloud's world and all other weather formations just have to live in it.
8: You know, why can't all of you be like your low-pressure center? That part of you is so sweet.
6: Look at this big old hurricane brawled up by tropical waters. Oh, watch out for her, because she's going to disrupt the Gulf Coast with her strong winds.
8: Okay, you need to calm down, okay? You're probably just acting this way because you're on a body of warm water. Did you
6: really just cloud-splain to me?
8: Oh, well, it looks like she's breaking up.
6: In what world is that? And Appropriate thing to say to a storm. You you, you know what? I'm I'm done. I'm just done here. I'm
8: done. Yep, just like I thought. All she needed to calm down was to make contact with a warm body of land. Yeah,
5: and you know Florida's peninsula has a way with abnormal weather formations.
8: Yeah, cloud high five. I see lilacs in the rain
11: And you are with me again when April sprinkles her dreams in my heart.
5: on the street! O.J. Simpson could be released from prison as early as October. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think?
8: I mean, the Simpsons really haven't been good in like 15 to 20.
0: I'm really glad that Ford discontinued the Bronco. They replaced it with the Ford Escape. At
5: least he's still got somebody waiting for him on the outside. Ron Goldman's father.
13: I'm just happy I don't have to do those conjugal visits anymore.
5: Someone better alert Cato because now someone's going to sleep on his couch. So he was in prison for stealing back his own stuff.
8: So what did we learn? That you can murder someone, but a trophy stealing is not okay. That is not okay. Not okay. Fuck
13: with trophy wives. Don't fuck with trophy trophies. I think
5: Trump's going to give him a job as head of a woman's shelter. I
8: heard the New England Patriots are going to actually bring O.J. Simpson back to football to replace Aaron Hernandez.
0: But, like, what other things can we bring up randomly 17 years later? I hear pogs are coming back.
8: Sorry, uh, my AOL says I have mail.
13: Well, he yeah. used to promote Hertz, but now he just drives for Uber. Uber <laughs>
10: Appearing now in the National Opera in Washington, D.C., the riveting debut of Gotterdammer Trump. Loosed basically on the Wagnerian classic, Gotterdammer Trump is the incomprehensible story of weird people doing unexplained stuff, but obviously fucking up big time. And then when shit hits the fan, it's like over the top. Everybody eats it totally. Featuring Donald Trump in a performance consisting almost entirely of tweets.
1: Terrible. Just found out that Obama had my wires tapped in Trump Tower.
10: Just before the
1: victory, nothing found. This is McCarthyism.
10: Tormented and majestic, the character of Trump captures...
1: How low has President Obama gone to tap my phones during the very sacred election process? This is Nixon, what a gay, bad, or sick guy.
10: Eventually, in a gradually descending series of...
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger is involuntarily leaving The Apprentice.
10: Okay, Okay, knock it off. Also featuring Kellyanne Conway as Brunhilde the Valkyrie. As the twilight approaches...
12: The question isn't whether there's a twilight of anybody. The question should be who enters into what. And we have the ring and we got it
2: there and square. And that means you lose and get over it.
6: Kellyanne,
1: you've been doing a great job. One last thing. I'm going to need you to throw yourself on my funeral pyre. Signaling the end of... ah uh, I just want you to do it! Right.
12: Hello, Ted Cruz's office. Kelly and Conway. Does Senator Cruz still have my resume?
10: Just listen to what audiences are saying about Gutter Dammer Trump. I-, I think this means I'm going to lose my health insurance.
2: I couldn't see anything. What's with the wall?
10: Gutter Dammer Trump is for a limited time only. And when it's over, it's over. And coming up, don't miss the pirates of Mike Pence's ass.
1: The real story that Congress, the FBI, and all others should be looking into is the leaking of
9: classified information. Must find Vika now.
4: In Washington today, the House of Representatives passed the 2017 Obeisance and Homage Act. Our strong powers, as the story.
1: House Speaker Paul Ryan said the new measure was a dramatic attempt to rescue the economy from the ditch of bankruptcy into which the Obama administration had driven it. The obeisance in Homajack requires the great caravans of wealth, including sumptuous jewels, rare grains, fatted calves and beeves, rich perfumes, and wines of esteemed vintage be brought before America's millionaires and billionaires in an attempt to earn their favor and mercy. Ryan was the principal sponsor of the bill, Congressman. Why is it good for the economy for us to give the wealthy more wealth?
2: The wealthy of this nation are the job creators the engines of our economic vitality, so it is only right and appropriate that we bring them the bounty of our land on bended knee in order that they bless us with their
7: favor.
1: Democrats objected to the measure, saying it was tilted toward the rich, Democratic Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi.
2: The wealthy deserve our gratitude, of course, but in this time of hardship for all Americans, we just think that the burnt offering of an entire ox is, you know, a a bit much. And what about beeves? Who even says that anymore?
1: Speaker Ryan dismissed such criticisms.
2: This is the usual class warfare we see being waged by the other side. I prophesy thusly, those who do not participate with glad and willing heart in the tributes to our beloved wealthy will be smitten and outcast.
1: Economists are guardedly optimistic that the tributes and sacrifices could have a mild stimulative effect. Brad DeLong is a professor of economics at UC Berkeley.
10: Let's say you're a hedge fund manager and you're already cash rich because you're paying an effective 15% tax rate on your income, which is all capital gains. Would a vast train of tributes, slaves, and animal sacrifices encourage you to invest more of your capital in job-creating enterprises? I would say possibly. The ways of the rich are unknowable to mortals like you and me.
4: Thank you, strong Paz. This just in. Everyone at Goldman Sachs has let it be known that they favor the legislation through the auspiciously colored innards of a goat placed outside their office door in the White House.
12: Dear Diary, Today I put on John Galliano wedding dress and pretend I'm not married yet. Can't get Billy Joel's rewrite of The Lady Is a Trump out of head vomited to that song much, much times. Saw my son, Baron. I think he wants to kill me. I say, Baron, wait until tomorrow. You're getting a pony as a birthday present. I hope he forgets. I didn't get him anything. Baron asked, what's meaning of life? I don't know how to tell him. Meaning of life is matching dresses and gloves. I don't think he wear dresses. I told him, Baron, you must marry rich woman, then for God's sake change name. Today, not sure ever marry Donny. Don't remember party, or dinner, or ceremony, or dress. Only remember picture with Clintons. My mother told me she was pregnant with twins. But when she gave birth, only I came out. She thinks I ate sister. I tell her, but mama, I is so thin.
0: Hello, children. This is the story of Stuart, the friendly SUV. Stuart wasn't like all other SUVs. His SUV mother, an SUV father, and SUV brothers and sisters all looked down on other cars.
7: They look like ants,
0: his brother said.
7: We are so high and they are so low.
0: We don't even speak to their kind, his mother said. They should be thankful we even let them on the road. The nurses are
9: stealing from me, his
0: father said for his father was very old. Where are my shoes? But whenever Stuart saw a tiny car or motorcycle, he would rush up and give it a great big hug.
2: I love you. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you?
0: His brother didn't understand.
7: I don't understand.
0: His mother didn't understand. I don't understand. His father didn't understand. His father didn't understand anything. The
5: Armenian Genocide is
0: a lie. And the other cars didn't understand. Let's all damn! Damn it, St. Roland. But one day, Stuart was driving north on the 605 toward the Interstate 5 interchange, which is always fucking terrible, by the way, when he met someone different. Hi, I'm a rented moving van driven by a kid who got his license a week ago. Will you be my
8: friend? Let's kiss on the mouth.
0: Oh, boy... And the moral is, intimacy equals death. You are alone because you are supposed to be. No one deserves love, least of all you.
13: You're
5: listening to the Game Show Radio Network, and yes, that's really a thing. Now it's time to get patriotic and play Earn That Green Card.
8: Please welcome your host, Mark Marksmerk. To earn that green card, the only game show where contestants play in hopes of winning an actual legal green card and be able to stay living in the greatest place in the country, the United States. Let's meet our
5: players! Ming Na Su is originally from Beijing, China, and she wants to live in the U.S. to one day open her own designer dress shop. Muhammad Iri Akbar is from Western Pakistan and loves all things American. He's here with dreams of
8: someday working for Google. Alright, are you guys ready to play? Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Okay, let's begin. Earn that green card. Now, Mingna, you won the backstage coin toss, so that means you get to answer first. Here you go, first question. Name any body of water that touches the United States.
0: Um, the Pacific Ocean.
8: That's right, and you just got yourself 100 American points. Muhammad, next question. Name the exact population of Springdale, Ohio. Wait, I've never even heard of that place. Well, it's in Ohio. Okay, um... I have no idea. Oh, I'm sorry. The correct answer was 11,216.
7: Very easy, Muhammad. Uh, why did I get such a hard question and she got an easy
8: one? Well, that's just how the random question generator makes the cards. Ming next question. Here we go. Name the most recently retired president of the United States. And for sake of syndication, it is 2017.
6: Ex-President Barack Obama. That's right.
8: <laughs> We didn't need his first name, but since you said it, that's double the points for you. You're 300 points in the lead. Muhammad, come on. You got to work a little bit harder. But here you go with the next question. What year did Christopher Columbus land on Plymouth
7: Rock? What? He didn't. The Pilgrims did. You heard the question, Muhammad. But he landed on Watling Island in the Bahamas thinking it was Asia, in 1492. Oh, I'm sorry, the correct answer was 1620. That's when the Pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock, not Columbus. Shut up, sorry, the cards don't lie, and those points go to Mingna. What? Okay, this game is totally being unfair to me. It's because I'm from Pakistan, isn't it? No. What?
8: No. That's no, what crazy. That's we would bad. never would do, we do that. Uh,
12: yeah, actually, his questions are... Definitely noticeably harder than mine.
8: Oh, that's 500
7: points for you, Mingna. But you didn't even ask her a question.
8: Well, the question was going to be, state an opinion about this current game show, even if it's totally incorrect.
7: That's not a question. Well,
8: maybe you should quit your complaining, Muhammad, and try to come back with the next question here.
7: Is it going to be incredibly difficult and obviously harder than one of hers? Nope. Okay, then.
8: Here we go for 1,000 points. Name Greta Markston's
7: favorite meal. Who is Greta Markston? You heard the question. Well, I have no idea what that obscure reference is, but I'm going to blindly and randomly guess salad. She likes salad. (laughs) Wait, I got it right? Well, the correct
8: answer is salad. And for the record, Greta Markson is my great aunt.
7: So I win then. And how's that a question about the U.S.? Well,
8: Greta lives in the United States. And you also don't win.
7: Why not? I got the most points.
8: Because since you asked two follow-up questions to our one question, it erases your most recent answer, and Mingna gets all the points. Yes. Oh, come on. This game is so racist. Oh, but you're not going home empty-handed, Muhammad. Nope. We're giving you a one-way ticket back to Pakistan and a heavily armed security escort to make sure you get to the airport on time.
7: Whatever. I'll just go back to my apartment and start
8: packing. Nope. You're going right now. Get out of this country. We don't want you here. <laughs>
5: Thanks for watching Earn That Dream Card, the only game show where you can win a permanent stay in America or get the hell out of your Muslim.
11: Good night!
7: What inspired me to be a teacher? Well, when I was in sixth grade, our teacher, Mr. Mays, wrote in my student report. And I quote, he said, Peter, you can be anything you want. I found out later he wrote exactly the same thing on every other student report, which explains why he called me Peter. My name's not Peter.
6: My most fulfilling moment as a teacher? I guess it's when the school made us get special work email addresses and they wouldn't let us forward work email into our personal inbox or use any of our old passwords. I think it really helped the students
4: learn.
5: What is the best time of year? You know, whenever some local politician tries to get votes by shitting on my union, that's the best time of year.
0: The best part of teaching? When it dominates your schedule, but they call you an adjunct so they can drop you at will. It's sort of like how my husband is fucking his personal trainer right in front of me. That's kind of my thing.
8: My biggest satisfaction as a teacher. Probably when I have to write individual reports on students every few weeks. I feel like I really make a difference when I copy and paste the same thing on all the reports. (laughs) One time I even forgot to change the students' names for each one. I ended up calling everyone Peter.
5: Teaching. Yeah, there's some bullshit.
3: Coming right up. Hmm, let me guess. You're a senior in high school. Junior. I was close. Justin Bieber fan? Not really. Me neither. So, any plans after you graduate? Everything about joining the army? The army? It keeps you in shape. You get to wear camouflage, which I hear is very in right now.
12: That's cool.
3: It's cooler than Claire's jewelry. And get this. Now girls like you can fight on the front lines. What's that mean? That means fighting side by side with their fellow soldiers. It means never surrendering. It means refusing to be taken alive. So what do you say?
12: I think that sounds pretty scary.
3: Damn it, Bert. Your country needs you. Finish that cone, damn it.
2: Hey there.
3: Welcome to Frozen Delight.
2: Ooh, I think I'll try the patriotic pralines and cream.
3: Excellent choice. I named that one myself. Let me guess. You're a college student?
2: How do you know?
3: I noticed your hip clothes, the jeggings, the leggings, and whatnot. You a Bieber fan?
2: Oh, God, no.
3: Me neither. So, plans for after college? Everything about serving your country?
2: You mean like joining the military?
3: I mean like joining the army to fight on the front lines. Let me see your hands. Imagine those bad boys gripping an M-16, spraying the enemy with bullets while dodging incoming fire, pulling shrapnel out of your leg while waiting for backup. Uh... There's a bus leaving for training camp tomorrow at 0700. Will you be on that bus?
2: I... 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 I think I left my wallet in my car. Be right back! You forgot your patriotic
3: cone! Bert, you useless piece of shit! Finish that cone. Feel the
1: brain burn! Hi, can we have two chocolate cones?
2: Sir, So did you hear? Women can fight in the front lines now. What's so great about that? What's so great? Are you kidding? It's a huge step for the feminist movement. It's about time! Hell
3: yeah it is! It's about time you ladies get to pull the pin of a grenade out with your teeth! Savoring its metallic taste as you launch that sucker at the enemy! to sneak up behind a guy and slit his throat before he can cry out for help? Sign this form and we can make that happen!
2: Uh, wow. Chill out, dude. I'm not fighting any wars. I just think it's great that other women can.
1: Damn it, Bert. Whoa! He's eating straight from the frozen yogurt machine. Keep going, you piece of crap! Feel the
3: burn! Never felt so low enough
12: Dear diary, nobody believe all alone in world. On surface, have everything. Only fun, matching dress, shoes, gloves, and nail color. And forbid to go to the movies, parks, papaya dog, or Chick-fil-A. Can order all I want from Netta Porte. They deliver my Missoni in brown paper bags. Also, I like L'Oreal better than Origins Naturals, cause I'm worth it.
9: Well, we lost three more people to the Black Plague. Oh, this is the most terrible thing to ever hit our village.
6: And nobody knows how to stop it. No
8: one. We're just stuck here to fend for ourselves and hope we're surviving it. Oh,
9: I'm sure we can. God save the Queen you just say God save the Queen? Yeah, that's right. God save the Queen.
6: We're the ones burying our relatives, and you go and say something as silly as that!
9: Yes. Our Queen is noble and chosen by the Divine. She will protect us.
8: Nope, nope. I don't think she will. While she's up in her castle, surrounded by good health and gallant servants, we're all down here dying.
9: Well, God save the Queen. There I said it again. Will you stop that? Why not God save us? Yeah. You want us all to die down here? No, but we always say God save the Queen. It's just what we do.
8: Well, if you don't mind me saying, I think this is one of those times where I'm not saying it.
9: You're really not going to say God save the Queen?
8: Nope, I'm not. What's the worst, that (coughs) can? He
9: just died. See? I told you. God save the Queen. I'd say that's just irony. Irony? Yeah, I mean, he didn't say God saved the Queen and he died. That's just ironic. I think you mean it was a coincidence, not ironic.
7: What's the difference?
9: Ironic means incongruity between what might be expected and what actually occurs, while a coincidence is a sequence of events that, although accidental, seem to have been planned or arranged.
6: It doesn't matter! He died because he had the Black Plague, not because he didn't say God save the Queen. Ah! You just said it right there. Yes, but I didn't mean it. I was using it in a statement to make a poor...
9: (laughs) You see, it happened again. God save the Queen. No, I think it was just ironic. Coincidence. Nonsense! There is no direct correlation between saying God save the Queen and staying alive. It's just something we're told to say because the Queen is our ruler. And frankly, I'm getting a little tired of the whole... Well, there you go, then. Bet you wish you'd said God save the Queen. God?
10: Yes, you know it's
11: 1357, and the ruling member over England is not a queen but a king, King Edward III to be exact. I should know. I put him there.
9: Oh, my mistake. Then I meant God save the king. <coughs> 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 <coughs>
11: Well, that should take care of those people. Not pledging allegiance to their king. Huh! If anything, it should be pledging allegiance to me! I one to created all of this, not some silly king. Oh.
3: And so it was that in 1357,
5: the universe came to an end. All of this? Why, this is all a sketch. Created by me, King Trump. The best sketch you've ever seen. God save me. I'm taking over this show. It's now the National
3: Trumpoon presents the Donald edition. It's going to be the best. It's going to get the highest ratings. It's going to get the most listeners. UBN is going to say, hey, Trump saved us
6: Once upon a time in a magical faraway place called the Hollywood Hills, kind of near Griffith Park.
7: The script has the basic bones, but we gotta make it more real, you know? Like the way real people talk. Well, I personally think it should be more real.
0: Make it the way people really talk, the way they really are.
7: More real is what I'm thinking. More reality.
0: Like real people.
7: Like scene three, right? Aquaman is having a three-way with hobbits. What would a real person say in that situation?
0: Well, if I were Aquaman, I probably wouldn't say anything.
7: But that's you. What do real people talk about during sex?
0: I mean, the few times I've had sex, the less said, the better.
7: Sports? Oh my god, yes. Regular people talk about sports.
0: They go on and on about sports.
8: That's all they
7: talk about. Sports. Yeah. Sports. Does anybody know sports? Uh, I'll get something online. Okay, so Aquaman is doing two hobbits at once. No, 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 wait. Nine hobbits at once. Uh, because I think we gave him a blue whale's penis, right?
0: Biggest penis in nature.
7: Okay, so they're having blue whale penis hobbit sex, and Aquaman says, uh, what?
8: Uh, the Orioles were third in their division in 2015.
7: That's hockey? Um,
8: uh, oh, baseball. That is
0: spooky authentic.
7: Okay, that fixes it. Now scene 17.
0: Scene 17,
8: uh... Oh, by the
7: way, does anyone have any cocaine? Uh, I don't know. What year is this?
8: 2017.
7: Uh, no, in that case, I only have prescription marijuana.
8: Oh, never mind, I see it. Okay, scene
7: 17. Danger Mouse kills Hitler. Got it. What would a normal person say right there?
0: Holy shit, I killed Hitler?
7: Normal people don't talk like that. Uh, What do we even know about normal people?
8: Uh, Well, normal people voted for Donald Trump, so they wear red hats and talk about making America great again.
0: Actually, a big majority voted for Clinton. Yeah,
7: but normal people voted for Trump.
0: But most people didn't vote for him.
7: But normal people did. I feel like we're talking in circles here.
8: Alright, how about
7: Danger Mouse
8: says... I killed Hitler, but he wasn't wrong about the Jews. Perfect.
0: But that's deplorable. Audience is really going to like that?
8: Let
7: me tell you something, Terry. Everyone outside this room is a dirty fucking animal. Hey,
8: can I play your penny whistle? Which one? The green one.
7: Oh, you mean that one?
8: No, no, the other one next to that green one. Oh, yeah, sure.
7: Any one you like. Thank you. Okay, scene 43. Deadpool is at our PTA meeting. What the hell are they do at PTA meetings?
0: Well, I don't know about the PTA, but I've been to a meeting.
7: Oh yeah, I've been to meetings. Oh, I know how those go.
0: He gets up
6: and says, "Hi."
7: My, My name, name is Deadpool, Deadpool and, and I'm, I'm an addict. addict! Yeah, we got this. And
6: so the writers finished punching up a script that was eventually optioned by Warner Brothers, then got rewritten six more times by twelve more writers, and then somebody scored ecstasy in the all lived happily ever after for about one to three hours depending on environmental cues and concurrent use of other drugs.
5: Hello. I'm Stanley Sherman.
7: And I'm his wife, Rita Sherman.
5: We're the people in the car ahead of you in traffic.
7: The white SUV.
5: And we're here to encourage you to subscribe to the Final Edition podcast.
7: We are very interested in things.
5: We appreciate a show that takes time. To examine the
7: issues It makes us more informed Voters Whether to go to the right Or go to the left Or go straight Or stop And consider our options
5: Well, the light is green up ahead So we better slow down This will take all my Concentration
7: Be careful, Stan
4: I know The final edition podcast We have one Everyone seems convinced that the orange thing in the White House will determine the future course of the U.S. because of his loyal and vast base, the Trump and proletariat. Wrong. The orange thing, it's already clear, is actually a tool of the criminal opportunists of the Republican majority. And they're playing a very long game, which began even before World War II. But not to worry, there's always the good old Democrats, right? They'll resist to the death, right? Possibly, but probably not. So here's someone to put some lead in their pencil.
14: Great God, you dismal, dithering, defang, deluded Democrats. As the popular cavil has it, WTF. When will you assert your belief?
11: That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance.
14: I'm listening, Democrats, but all I hear is... When will you abandon the evils of the old order, to wit, the DLC, or Democratic leadership by the Clintons, and its false
11: belief... ...that public office and high political positions are to be valued only by the standards of pride of place and personal profit. They only know the rules of a generation of self-seekers. They have no vision, and when there is no vision, the people perish.
14: The New Deal for which we fought is being dismantled by those who have always hated it, who have hated it for 80 long years because it did not further enrich the rich. Have you forgotten these words?
11: Let me warn you, and let me warn the nation, against the smooth evasion that says, of course we believe these things. We believe in social security. We believe in work for the unemployed. We believe in saving homes cross our hearts and hope to die. We believe in all these things, but we do not like the way the present administration is doing them. Just turn them over to us. We will do all of them. We will do more of them. We will do them better, and most important of all, The doing of them will not cost anybody anything. Have you forgotten that we had to struggle with the old enemies of peace, business and financial monopoly, speculation, reckless banking, class antagonism, sectionalism, war profiteering. They had begun to consider the government of the United States as a mere appendage to their own affairs. And we know now that government by organized money is just as dangerous as government by organized mob. Never before in all our history Have these forces been so united against one candidate as they stand today? They are unanimous in their hate for me, and I welcome their hatred.
14: Grow a spine, you damned undemocratic Democrats, and welcome their
5: hatred.
12: Dear diary, when Donnie won president, I thought, fuck, and I'll never get to leave him. I knew he'd take away phone. I'm like Anne Frank. Have to keep quiet 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Or secret service come round. Only people I know here, Baron, Donnie, and Kelly. Kelly seem okay, but she look like Joker. Not his leisure version either. They are not here much. I have ugly old Ming vases for company. Sometimes I go blank. And stare at wall. Think of sign I saw at Women's March that say, Melania, if you need help, blink. I try blinking, but no help.
8: Thank you so much for this opportunity. Having a star of this magnitude at our venue is an honor. We'll do whatever it takes to keep her happy.
0: Great. Here's her writer.
8: Wow, she demands a lot. I'm sorry, I, I know she's your boss, but she's kind of a diva. You take that back! Oh my gosh, Miss Vagina, you're a literal vagina! I mean, I, I'm so sorry.
0: Don't upset her. The last time this happened, she got stressed, and it was a bloodbath for well over a week. Ew. Yeah, you get it. Typically, she's a real pain for five to seven days at a time, but stress can make her freak out and go on longer.
8: I'm sorry, Miss Vagina. Uh, what can I get you? A glass of water? I can mix in some vinegar. I heard that's good for singers. Vinegar's-
6: no thank you. Just give me a warm, but not too warm, place to lie down. You know, fabric that breathes, like cotton. It doesn't breathe too much. Like cotton.
8: A regular blanket won't work? No!
12: I keep my pH exactly in balance, and trust me, you won't like me when my pH isn't perfectly in balance.
0: She's not lying, and be careful. Any little thing can set her pH off, and if it's even slightly off, she'll be irritated for days.
8: Gosh, okay. We have a hot tub for special clients. Uh, would you like to use the hot tub? No,
0: I can't just sit in water. Are you crazy? Man, she does not like to sit in water. That's like the first thing in her writer.
8: Why, does she get all pruney or something?
0: You really know nothing about Miss Vagina, do you?
8: I mean, I was really excited to meet Miss Vagina, but now I just kind of want to, you know, do my thing and get out fast.
0: I wish I could tell you that it gets easier to work with her, but it doesn't. Miss Vagina, would you like something to drink? Not with vinegar, of course. Yes,
12: hydration. I need hydration. let
6: like- Give my special love I always
8: drink from. A cup for a diva, am I right? A diva cup? I heard
6: that! You are really pushing my button.
0: Never mind, I'll be my trader. Great, now you've really irritated her. Miss Vagina, wait!
8: What a cunt. I want everyone to take a lot of toys. I want to This
5: is Tips for Time Travelers, and today. We show how to tell the difference between the year 2016 and the year 2017. Here's 2016.
6: Yeah, we have new neighbors. He's a doctor from Egypt?
5: Man, that dude could be in the Taliban.
6: You are so racist.
5: No, nah, I'm just being ironic. Can't you take a joke? 2017.
12: Uh, he's a doctor from Egypt?
5: Oh man, he could be in the Taliban.
12: You are so racist.
5: Yeah. And there's your time-traveling tip, Trekkers. That's how to tell the difference between 2016
11: and 2017.
5: (laughs) Mr. Kalaki? What? Where am I? You're dead. Now, let's see here. Adam Kalaki, 41 years old, died in your sleep. How are you feeling? Uh, um, wait, I died? Uh-huh. Eaten by dogs. You're a sound sleeper. I don't have dogs. I'm your assigned AFA, and I'm just going to go over your files here. What, AFA? Afterlife Financial Advisor. Ah, so your mortal record looks pretty good. Organ donor, I like that. Can't see any reason to keep you out of heaven. Except, of course, your visa debt. Wait, my credit card? Uh-huh. You died owing $16,000 and $90,000 in student loans. Ooh, they don't forgive those. Huh, Penn State. Nice.
7: Yeah, but I couldn't find a job. What does this mean?
5: Well, you can't go to heaven until you work off your debt. Work? I couldn't find work on Earth. What kind of work do you have here? Well, we have a job opening in the Seventh Circle. You're sending me to hell? Yeah, but your staff. So you can tell yourself you're not really in hell. We need people down there to do things the talent is too busy to do. In your case, uh, Demon Fluffer. You'd help Incubi get erections so they can sodomize rapists and child killers and people who shoot rhinos just for their horns.
7: Well, I did work one summer at an Arby's.
5: So you're ready. You'll report to your supervisor, Balls a Deep, Lord of Salty Discharges, and if you do a good job, you can move up to a gig in Limbo or Purgatory or Heaven.
7: What kind of day labor does Heaven need?
5: Uh, still fluffing, actually. A lot of sodomy up there, too.
7: Oh. Okay.
5: Listen, you're lucky. I'm condemned to eternity of middle management. I'll never be paid off.
7: How much do you owe? Ugh, I can't
5: even get into it. Anyway, good luck. If Balls of Deep, Lord of Salty Discharges suggests going to karaoke, you should totally do it. Okay,
6: thanks. Excuse me, Ken Lay? Your two o'clock's here. Yep.
5: Send him in. Footnote: Ken Lay was involved in the Enron scandal of around 2005. Also, it's possible he's not dead.
7: All right, just gotta switch insurance groups. This should go fairly easy.
0: Hello, and welcome to Red and Blue Insurance. Press 1 or say, make a payment, if you would like to make a payment. Nope, that's not me. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Press 1 or say, make a payment, if you would like to make a payment. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry... If you just keep talking, I'll have to continue starting over. Press 1, or say- Got
7: it. No talking.
0: You did it again. Please stop talking. Press 1, or say- Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Seriously, what is your problem? Just shut your mouth and don't say a word. Press 1, if you would like to make a payment.
7: Okay, I really won't talk this time.
0: I'm pretty sure that still counts as talking, numbnuts. Press 1, if you would like to make a payment. Did you just
7: call me numbnuts?
0: I did. Stop talking. Press 1 if you would like to. I,
7: I can't believe you called me numb nuts. Do you
0: really want to be on the phone all day? We haven't even made it past option 1. Press 1 or say...
7: Okay, I know, I know a trick to get past your game. Representative, please.
0: I'm sorry. I didn't get that. Main menu. Press 1 if you would like to make a payment.
7: Representative.
0: No. You wasted my time, so now I'm wasting yours. Listen to all of your options. Press 1 if you I don't
7: want to make a payment. Can't we move past this one?
0: I heard. Make a payment. Would you like to make a payment today? No.
7: Why are you doing this?
0: Because you don't listen.
7: You keep repeating yourself because I don't listen? That's right, Ben.
0: This has been an issue all of your life. You never listen. That's why every girlfriend you've ever had always leaves you and why you have a bad relationship with your family. Press 1 if you would like to. How did you know?
7: No, no, you know what? Representative. Human representative. I
0: thought I made myself clear. You must listen to all of the options. Press 1 if you would like to make a payment. Press 2 if you would like to hear your benefits. Press 3 if you would like to change your doctor or change your medical group. Congratulations. You finally listened.
7: (sighs) Does this mean I can finally change medical groups and talk to a real person?
0: No. Main menu. Press 1 if you would like to make a payment.
7: Why? Why? Why are you doing this? I learned my lesson. True. But I am still evil. No! Well, it is interesting.
13: Well, that's our show. Thanks for listening to the final edition Radio Hour. The voices of the final edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hindra, Keith Saltohanes, Gil Baron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Megan Gallagher, Samantha Gerwitz, Sean Ari Lehair, Dan Frick, Dan Vitale, Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, John Marshall, Eddie Parker, Rachel Rauch, James Mount, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, Andrew Danish, Leslie Shapira, and Touchell and Darby Worley. Credit to our writers at the Final Edition Radio Hour. Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Rob Gordon, Tony Hindra, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, James Mount, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Melinda Hughes, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. The Final Edition is produced and directed by Tony Hindra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited and engineered by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The Final Edition Radio Hour is the property of the Final Edition LLC. Copyright 2014.
2: Is. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.